Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, promotional products and design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and print. See what Dire Oil Graphics can build for you at direoil.com. That's D-Y-E-R-O-I-L.com. Welcome to hey, Beers with Nigel. You can't, you can't do the thing like the, the, the don't you miss the... I do, I do. With this, I don't have the I don't have the music pre-programmed. Oh my god, rude! Welcome so, to Beers with Nigel. I'm Nigel, and I'm that other guy. It's a show about what? Beer and other things. This is episode forty. I know we're old. We're episode. Are we gonna have a midlife crisis? <laughs> no, we've got ten more episodes. Is, for is, that. is, is, the, is the show gonna buy a Corvette soon? <laughs> or is, it, is, it, is it Corvettes? I don't know. I just I tried to think of a car. So we have a car guy as a guest. Well, there you go. Oh, I, I, kind of a car see, guy, and a I beer was, guy. I was yeah, doing, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was doing a little segue right there. there. I see what you did there. Sometimes, Welcome I'm the brains to, of the uh, show. Yeah, we'll call it that. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're brought to you by Dire Oil Graphics, by the way, for all your graphics needs and things like that. But I'll edit that in as well. We'll 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 edit in the music. So anyway. Uh, welcome to the show. Tony DiPlacido from Windshift Brewing is in the house. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Of course. Look, uh, I think we, we need to start with an apology. Yes. 40 episodes in, and we're just now getting Tony. And I work for this man. So <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible. Honestly. Man, he shows you no, no gratitude. We've been, we've been talking about it for a while. It's just, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we had plans to do that live one, but. I don't know. They were too busy that day. Remember, we did. We yeah, did yeah. have plans to do a live one for your anniversary, but then you got too busy. Yeah, that was. <laughs> you know, darn it, success and family—they get in the way. And and another <laughs> full-time job. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah, yeah. So, welcome to the show, man. Thank uh, you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Um, let's start with uh, you know the rules. Let's start with um, what we do with most people. How did you get? What What was your first? beer that you considered craft beer that you were like oh i like beer or good beer yeah i like good beer yeah you remember maybe fosters oh that was your entry entry level well and that was probably when i was about 10 <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> oh that's right this, that's, this is a good story that was my that was what my dad was drinking but it goes back farther than that so, okay let's let's hear that uh, story story time with tony so my grandparents lived in argentina and I had an aunt and uncle that lived up in Platte City. They had a farm. So I'd spend the weekend with my grandparents, and we'd load up in the truck to go to the farm. And at the minute we got out of the city limits, Grandma would be like, okay, sport. And I would jump off the cooler and grab a cold one and <laughs> crack it, pour it into two styrofoam cups, and then I got whatever was ever left in the bottom of the can. <laughs> and you were, you were how old? Four. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Times are a little different. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the that's beers the, with Nigel show does not condone <laughs> four year olds beer, especially. Well, you know, you know, back in the day, I mean, that was kind of the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's in the country, that, you know. But I, I'm gonna say that's probably our best story of a start of at drinking least our beer. earliest start. <laughs> what were the, what were they drinking back then? What were the the, the relatives drinking? You remember? Uh, Black Label. I remember that one. Black Label. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know what the I don't hell know that what is. They, yeah, yeah, some American light lager, cheap, cheap. Right. Is that is, is that like the Scotch brand beer? <laughs> yeah, I did, Longhorn. I remember Longhorn. Wow. They, they trans transferred to Old Milwaukee when that came around, and <laughs> they 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 traded. Up. I mean, they were yeah. they were German drinkers. 
So my, my grandfather would sit in front of the uh, refrigerator at 10.59, and he told me not to tap the table, but he'd tap his fingers on the countertop. And the, <laughs> and the minute it was 11 o'clock, he'd have a beer. This is, that's pretty epic. Well, th- a man got to have routine. Yes. I mean, that sounds Which is like, not the same thing as Omar's a man got to have a code. No. But. <laughs> I mean, that sounds, like a, that sounds like a fair way to live, you know? Oh, yeah. 11 a.m. Beer. Beer time. Beer time. So, <laughs> I, you know, I've heard it's 12 o'clock somewhere. Yeah. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's I've a, never heard it's, it's 11, 11 o'clock. o'clock somewhere. So you've been drinking beer for a long time. Yep. But Foster's was the one that you were like, oh, this is different than other uh, things. Yeah, that was. I liked it. Um, but you were 10 when you had the Foster's? Dad drank Foster's all the time. So that's when I was <laughs> driving that. But they were, my parents were... Uh, Met in the Navy. So they, they traveled all over the world. And so we had good beer. That's, I, wow. I, know, I know a lot of stories about you, but that's pretty fucking epic. That you, you go way back with the beers. <laughs> I don't know anybody's. I'm going to say I was probably 19 or 20 the first time I had like a Foster's oil can. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Fun fact. My 1,000th check-in um, on Untapped was an oil can. Was it? Nice. It was, it was yeah. at Gomer's when they used to have the little uh, yeah. uh, bar over there. So that's just a sidebar. Yeah, I can't um, tell you the last time I had that beer either, so I should probably go. I had the green can as well. There's a green one. I don't know that I've had the green one. Hold on. No, it's not going You happen. let us down. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was terrible. Uh, I, I feel like you deserve you know, like negative points. Yeah, I should. Um, let's shout out to Junior. Junior! Uh, <laughs> our, our drinking beer is Alamator. Soft commodity. Uh, what is that? An IPA? Yeah. It's pale Beautiful. ale, I think. Oh, is it a pale? It's, yeah. a, it's a lovely beer. It's fantastic. It's a lovely, lovely beer. So now, now with you as, you know, big time brewer man, can we just, do we have to tell him? We should just open the can and let him drink and tell us everything about the beer. Uh, he, he could probably give us the style, I'm sure. I mean, that's. I mean, you know, look, it's been a while since we've had a game on the show. Oh, this game! This is not a game show. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there were games every time we were on the show. We've done that a few times at Windshift. Uh, poured four or five of our beers and handed them out blind to the beer tenders and said, "What are these?" Yeah, my Which, answers would be: This is the good one, the other good one, the other other good. Junior, one. Junior likes that for me for him to for me to pour him something blind and for him to look at the board and, fi- and figure it out. He's good at it. Yeah, he is. You know, yeah, yeah. I just. I met when when I was out there. Yeah. Windshift met Junior's offspring. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. He's doing it. He's doing a good job. Uh, Ray, shout yes, out Ray. to Ray. Ray. It, that's not it, the same as Junior. Flow. That's doesn't not flow as well. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> so so the Fosters. After the Fosters, where, where did you where did you delve into? How did you get into? Okay, I'm going to brew my own. Are we going to go at least 11 years later? <laughs> no, we're going to go a long time because when we went off to college, then it was Sapporo and St. Pauli's Girl and Fuller's, if I could find it. Still good shit, though. Yeah. You weren't drinking bullshit. Yeah. No. no. And uh, down in Aggieville in Manhattan, they had a really good, was good. Nice job. Six and a half. <laughs> they, had a, they had a homebrew store that I never walked in. Really? But you could buy beer so cheap, why would you? So... And I've, but I've heard the flip side of that, where somebody is in college and they're like, "It's cheap for me to make the beer, even though it's it might suck, but my buddies all get to drink the free beer." Uh, probably, I'm gonna guess timing. 
Is everything? If, well, if that was before the big boom of the good beers, yes. of the craft beers, it probably was cheaper to buy. Whereas now. Yeah, you, yeah, that, yeah maybe. I, never, I mean, look, look, look. I, I'm going to pay more for Tony's good beer than I am for that St. Loser crap. <laughs> Here we go. He's already on St. Louis. <laughs> that didn't take long. In well, my the crap. Not the, not the good yeah. St. Louis beer. I've never found it cheaper to make my own beer. Ever? Ever. Really? Yeah. Probably because I was buying too much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So what was the what was the thing that said, yeah, I'm going to make it? Uh, Mr. Beer Kit. Lynn bought it for Christmas. How many times have you heard that one? Because I was beer. spending too much money on beer. And so uh, she, <laughs> she thought uh, yeah. that she was going to change you. Yeah. And little did she know. Yeah. <laughs> the Mr. Beer Kit is... is, is It's is a gateway help. drug for many. It I, is. Yeah, how many times have people on the show talk, oh, it's the Mr. Beer Kit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, it, it was terrible, too. What, we've heard that as well. Again, we've heard yeah. that a lot. <laughs> So what year was that? When? How long ago was that? 2012. 20, between 2010 and 2012. It's been a while. Actually, that is that is more recent than I expected. Yeah, me too. Me too. So it... Yeah, <laughs> if I... You, you know, those Facebook memories pop up. You know, I'm seeing stuff from 10, 11 years ago to when I was getting serious about it. So. Right. So so you're, you're fooling around with the Mr. Beer. It sucked. Yep. Sucked. But... What happened? You were like, I can do better. Is that is that just your nature, or what? No, what's I, that? I gave it up and I spent my time fishing, and then Lynn found a better kit <laughs> at a garage sale. Oh shit! <laughs> She's a wife on a mission. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, I'm like, well, I have none of the stuff I need to make this. Like equipment wise or what? Equipment wise, yeah. So she basically bought you some of the kit. It was an ingredient kit. Yeah, it's like okay. a brewer's what, best ingredient not, Hold on. Love Linda Death. That's Linda's wife, by the way, for those who don't know. What, 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 was, her, what was her mission? I'm going to go to a garage sale and buy you. <laughs> I've never heard anybody say they bought ingredients from a garage sale. That's probably the only time it ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think she was looking for something to keep me busy and uh, – you weren't busy at the I'm time. Gonna, I'm going to no. go ahead and put this out there. We don't know each other really well yet, but I'm thinking Tony and not being busy don't usually go together. It's kind of like me and not busy, right? Well, I was going to use the term, but yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> there was always something going on, and during that time, uh, I had always coached my two daughter sports, so we were always busy. And then, you know, they they graduated and. I'm like, well, what do I do now? Do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she found this kit, and then I'm like, I, I don't have any of this stuff. So we found greens and taps, and I like stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> so had you been, had you been between the two kits? Had you been thinking about brewing again, or, or not? It, not really. So it's Lynn's fault. It, yeah, 100. percent I feel like that needs to be one of your beers. It's, it's all Lynn's fault. fault. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's copyright that now. It's, Lynn, it's Lynn's fault. So so, and it can stick with the weather theme. You know, a little like fault lines. That's not weather, but earthy. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> so if you're talking about you went from that and you went to grains and taps to go get some stuff, we're talking about 2012, 2011, probably. Yeah. Because that's, that's they had what, just opened and down where Fringe is now. Yep, 
That's that. I didn't know this timeline. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And so from there, did you kind of get in with the club with the the ZZ, the ZZ Hops club? I got that first kit, and I bought every book and every magazine, and watched every YouTube channel, and. Then once I started making stuff that I thought, oh, yeah, people might drink this, then I I think I was in Grains and Taps when uh, Brian Smith hit me up about ZZ Hops. And I'm like, oh, there's a club. Yeah, that's I, that's where I found out about ZZ Hops. Was yeah. it, those are Grains and mm-hmm. Taps. So then, yeah, it was dove head first. So how much had you, had you been brewing before you ran into uh, uh, Smitty? Several years. Okay. Yeah, I had entered a... Uh, national homebrew competition before finding out about the local club. Uh-huh. Now, is that you said you went and, you know, you bought all the magazines, watched all the YouTube, which, wow, YouTube. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't end. Yeah. Uh, is that kind of your personality, though, where you're like, you're, you're going to obsessively dive into whatever it is you're interested in? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, just think about his day job. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a, 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 a well-oiled machine mechanic. Um. A lot of people swear by Tony. They're, they were, wow, nobody else will touch my car. I've had people tell me that. Oh, yeah, you got to take your car to Tony. And people have been telling me that for years. And, of course, then I heard about the, the yearly barbecue they do at, at his day job. I was like, that's my kind of mechanic shop right there. <laughs> <laughs> they invite all the patrons to come and eat food. and Pretty cool. So you're in ZZ Hops. I remember going to the meetings and seeing you, but... The, the turning point for me was coming to your house. <laughs> now, I want you to know that I have heard some of these stories, not just from Nigel, but from others. And there is, to me, these stories are almost mythical. That Some of the events we've had at Tony's house, um, there's some, there some videos out there. I've, I've captured some of the uh, shenanigans <laughs> that have happened at the house. At what point did you decide, decide okay, I'm going to take a room in the basement, and that's going to be the brewery. Oh, boy. That was <laughs> after was after fault. winning. Yeah, still. <laughs> after winning the first competition, I was like. So you won the competition. Won a competition. What was, what was the beer? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was the Dark Mild. Oh, the that one was, you're still doing? Still do today. No yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I found Kansas City Beer Meisters. When I entered the National Homebrew Competition, they asked you to find a club, and. I was able to find that, and I I had joined but never attended a meeting, so I knew about them. And then through their uh, social media, or at that time might have been a web page. <laughs> MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> I was finding about all the competition, so I was, I was making beer to send it off, not necessarily to drink it. And there, were, there was a year there where – I, every Friday, because we, we've always got off at noon on Fridays, so I would get off, I'd go home, I'd start brewing. And I'd just experiments, just one malt, one hop, build a recipe, move on, start over again. And my neighbors benefited from that, because we were, they were bringing me empty bottles, and I was filling them, <laughs> and then eventually I was like, no, i got to get these guys growlers, because I can't keep filling bottles. <laughs> yeah, the bottles, yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, then it was like, okay, we got to start having parties or something because there's way too much beer here. So what what was the what was in your mind? You're like, I'm gonna go to I'm I'm just gonna go to these comp- brew for these competitions. Was it just was it just the the competitiveness of just trying to see what you could do? Yeah, it was. I, I maybe it's from 
you know, not having those sports that I was coaching, it just, whatever it is, competition is kind of drives me crazy. So <laughs> I, I want to get back to the, you turned a room. Yes. We're good. That was, yeah, that was my next thing. <laughs> I, 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 my brain is still there. You, you took a room. It's not just, Hey, I'm brewing in the garage. I'll set up one or two taps. You yeah, turned only been one or two. You turned, yeah, we're going to get to the taps, but you turned a room into your own brewery. Yeah, the house that we had in, in Lee Summit, the basement wasn't finished, so we I framed it out, put in all the electrical, built in the venting system. Yeah, it was... <laughs> What was what was that like when you sold the house? <laughs> and the realtor's giving the tour. Your basement is finished for a brewery. Yes. <laughs> I think we might have got asked to leave the kegerator. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. So that kind of that kind of ex- explained to to us you were like, okay, this is my my master plan for this because it evolved. And oh yeah. Where, and where did this start, and where did you go with the the home brewery? You finished it. You got it. You got. We ended up uh, selling that house with thoughts of opening a brewery. This is all kind of about right before Border had opened up. We had looked at the same building they looked at. And had I listened to Lynn, <laughs> there was a there was a building down there that was perfect. Uh, we could have put a loft upstairs, had the brewery downstairs. Um, but I wasn't sure I wanted to give up a yard and live in the middle of downtown at that time. Gotcha. Oh, wait, Nigel, before you pull that off, okay. I'm going to mix things up this time. Okay. Uh-oh. I brought... My own mystery bears. Oh, shit. <laughs> the 40th episode, and he's... 40th episode, he we're mixing up. Beer. So now, look, the Parker house is not as classy as the Woodbury you house. Not, you don't have any... Uh, I don't have paper bags. However... That's still fair. However, thanks to our good buddy, friend of the show, Kent. Shout out to Kent. He brought us back some, some mystery beers, so I'm going to have you grab okay. a mystery beer out of I there. can do that. This is a first. I'm not. I'm nervous. <laughs> a little, little pressure. <laughs> no pressure at all. Let's see what we got here. Sh- uh, Sudwork. Best. What's that say? Best. Uh, best friends. I can't tell what that says because I don't have any readers. But Tony, can you read that? Looks like it's a Bach. It's a Bach. Bo- all, right, all, right, all, right, all right. I'm a takeover. All right, you take over. <laughs> Chocolate coffee and vanilla. Oh. Vanilla Mocha Cold Brew Bach, 8% by volume. That sounds good. That seems uh, pretty typical there for Kent. <laughs> Eight's on that low end for him. So describe, you know, you were looking at that building, but before that, I'd come to your house, you had the taps in the in the brewery, you had the taps in the garage. So we're talking the new house. Yeah. So we we the girls moved out. We downsized, um, and we looked for a house uh, that could have a home brewery. So the garage has a, a drain in it, so we knew we could brew in the garage and had some lower bedrooms that we converted into brew rooms. Um, <laughs> he says that so logically, like, yeah, yeah. like duh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
yeah. It's just normal. Yeah. So I remember coming to the new house. How many taps did you have? At one point, we had 12. <laughs> See what I'm saying? 12 taps. <laughs> at, your, at your house. In the home brewery. I knew I had a problem when we went to uh, Red Lobster in Lee Summit, and I asked what beers they had on tap, and they had three. <laughs> and I'm like, I got 12 at home. We only got three beers on tap here. <laughs> now, I, now here's, here's this is an important question. Were all 12 taps yours, yep. or were you buying other? No, no. It was all what we made. So how much beer are you brewing at a time in your converted bedrooms? <laughs> I'm sure I did not go over the legal limit. <laughs> Do you hear well that? said. Well yes. said. That that uh I used to go to that house and he'd be like, You guys gotta drink some beer. You gotta drink some beer. My one of my favorite uh stories is when we did Big Brew Day at Boulevard and everybody brewed that same beer. And Boulevard gave us, was it a barrel of dark truth or something yep. like that? <laughs> and we all went to Tony's house and everybody's brew, they dumped it into that barrel along with all their uh, crazy ass oh. yeast strains. And <laughs> yeah, we did a bottle share and all the dregs went into that beer. Yeah, all the bottom of the bottoms of the bottles. Yeah, it was, it was pretty epic. And then Tony was like, you guys need to drink some beer. So, 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 <laughs> yeah. so we had to hit the taps. Yeah, it was... Uh, well, that was the problem brewing for competitions. Uh, well, there done. it is. Nice there job. it is. That's a good beer right there. It made me burp. Oh man, that's tasty. I like it. I really like that. Yeah, Kent. Well done. That's that's a that's a Davis. that's a unique unique way to do that style. Davis, California. I don't know them. Oh, is that where that's from? Yep. Was that Northern California? Is Davis Northern? I think it is. Cal, Cal State, Davis. I don't know. I just made that up. But I think it is, it, it is, it is North. So when you moved to the new house, you already had designs on opening a brewery. Yes. We had, had already looked at a couple locations, and for whatever reason, uh, both of those projects had fallen through. So I, at, at that point, I was ready to kind of – Give up on it. You have to talk into the microphone. Hello, microphone. <laughs> uh, and then we happened to be at Apex on a Saturday, and uh, Lynn made the comment that my hobby was costing us too much money. I should get a job there. <laughs> and Jeremy's like, sure, I'll, I'll hire him on Saturdays. So I started working there on Saturdays, and that kind of filled up my, my extra time. There you go. So that was about five years. That was. So at what point when you were doing the competitions, you were sending beer to the competitions, did you, did you, you got to the point where you were like, okay, I'm good enough to open a brewery. When did, when did that flip, that switch flip? Uh, it was a Kansas City Beer Meisters competition, and I entered uh, the Dark Mild, and Cinderblock had chose it for their scale-up. You were like, like, oh, shit. So I, I went up there, and I spent the day with Bucky, and we brewed it, and I, that was kind of the moment where like, I've got to do this. Really? Yeah. You just that you knew that's what you wanted. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's all. Awesome. So, so now at this time you've moved. Yep. You're working at Apex. Right. You knew you're, you wanted to ma- build your own brewery. You're working you, your day job. But you you're working your your day job. You had already converted your basement and your garage into 
a de facto brewery. A de facto brewery. <laughs> so at that point, then you decide, I'm going to start looking for space? Kind of had fallen off. Uh, every once in a while, we would look. Uh, we didn't know that we were still going to open a brewery. Jeremy decided he was going to open a brewery. So uh, I just kind of dove into his project and helped him design it and file all the paperwork. And uh, that we were, I had brewed there for, oh. And which brewery is this that you're talking about? Apex. 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 Okay. Yeah. Independence. Probably about eight months. And then I think my current employer then got worried that I was going to leave. <laughs> and so he had mentioned that we had this space in the front of the shop that uh, was old office space that he could, he could never lease it out. And I had actually approached him four or five years earlier about using that for a brewery, submitted my plans to him, and he's like, oh, no, that's way too much work. I don't want to do that. And if, <laughs> if, if it doesn't work, nobody's going to want that space. Uh, <laughs> Apparently nobody wanted the space before anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Lo and behold. <laughs> yeah. So he came in one day, and he's like, hey, uh, if you want that space up front, you can have it. And I was like, just to be clear. Nothing's changed. I have to do all that stuff I showed you before. And he's like, just to be clear, I'm not paying for any of it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no, no, yeah, we got it. So he signed off on it, and the next day I was in there with Sledgehammer. I remember that day. Uh, The the night that – or the day that he told us about that, the first person we told was Nigel at Crane. We were out hitting all the breweries and celebrating, and we told Nigel. And then everybody knew. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel, the ambassador to Kansas City Beer. So you know, just, I you know, I extol the virtues of ZZ Hops all the time. What is it about that group that so many people have just have been have really gotten to be really good brewers and and, and, and all have decided you know what. I'm going to open a brewery because I don't know of another club that's that prolific. No, I, I don't know. You know, I've thought about it several times because in the beginning when I joined ZZ Hops, we were different than the beer meisters because the beer meisters were competition, competition, competition. Right. And ZZ Hops was just about hanging out and sharing beers. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> the, yeah. It, it, we, did, we really weren't, some of us were, but most of us weren't really doing anything to perfect our craft. I wasn't even brewing at the time. Yeah. I was just in the club because well, Will was in the club. To hear you Definitely. tell it, you never really brewed. Well, there was that one time I did brew at Will's house, and he proved me wrong, and he pulled out a picture. Yep. And I was like, oops, I guess <laughs> I did brew. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Uh, but, yeah, the, then there was a transition when we kind of all moved to Grains and Taps, and um, we started talking about competitions and, and getting involved. And, you know, for my part, I – think i helped out a little with that because i wanted all these people that i was brewing with to also do all the stuff i was doing and then it was like we're all opening breweries yeah Uh, yeah, it's crazy it's some of that that competitive nature though you were talking about i think you know a lot of people have that where yeah you you start doing the competitions i mean there was somebody else wants to go do those we were all brewing together though though. i mean there was you can be friends and still yeah there was times when when mac and you know, quite a few other people were hanging out in the garage brewing, and then we, Jeremy, and then we've all gone off and, you know, opened breweries. I think we just kind of all wanted to take it to the next level. 
Uh, indeed. <laughs> yeah. And you have. Indeed. Here, here's my mystery beer. Oh. Since you tried to one-up me. Uh-oh. <laughs> now I'm nervous. You actually sent me pictures of your beers, remember? I did. I didn't pay that close of attention, so it was still a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Recycle. No, that yeah, for here? another time. Was that Wasatch Brewery? Wasatch? Wasatch? Wasatch. Wasatch Brewery. Words are hard. Nitro Polygamy. It's a porter. Oh, Polygamy Porter. Aren't they out of Utah? That's why it's Must, Polygamy. I think in. that's probably where, where that comes from. <laughs> out of Salt Lake City. There you go. So that's the Chocolate, oh. creamy, toasted. You're, you're struggling to read that, aren't you? I am. <laughs> She's on Nitro. Meet the sister wife of our classic brew. This nitrogenated, nitrogenated version is as chocolatey and easy drinking as the original, but even softer and creamier. It's okay to love them both. <laughs> We're going to call this Big Love. <laughs> that was a great show, by the way. It was a great show. <laughs> well, I'm going to finish this, and then we'll... All right, so... While he's doing that, you get you made the decision to to do this brewery, and what was that like that first day? And you're like, we're we're gonna demo this place. What was that? What what were you? What were you? What was going through your head? I mean, obviously you and Linda been fucking time. Oh, was it really? <laughs> yeah, I mean we. It was just kind of a release. It's like okay, I've got the okay. It might work this time. I am not stopping because if I do, something might fall apart. Right. From the day we did demo to the day we opened was five months. It was quick. It was fast. But the bonus being that I was in that shop at 630 in the morning, so the minute I was done working on cars, I was over demoing or cutting up concrete. or Yeah. And I was in that building from 6 a.m. till midnight. For five months, so <laughs> not much has changed, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. So, so you know, I, I understand, I understand it, but explain to people how you can, you know, you're doing your day job and you and you flip over to your, to your dream job. Basically, what's, what, I, I guess, just not work to you, right? No, no. But the way I kind of look at it is, that I could be at home sitting on the couch, watching Friends, or I could be. Brewing beer. You hear that, kids? Get an extra job, damn it. <laughs> you hear that, kids? Make beer. Right. That you like. <laughs> that you love. Or that Nigel and Nick love. Yeah. There's that. Look, <laughs> making beer for me is pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That might be our, one of our top guest burps. Yeah, I mean, we have considering we haven't had uh, in studio guest in over a year. <laughs> yes, you win twenty twenty one, sir. <laughs> Unless and somebody congratulations. comes, congratulations. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna take a little pause here. It is a little weird being, yeah. Like even just just like the dynamic of talking with you and you're here and yeah. not on the TV yeah, screen. It, it is a bit weird. It's it it feels a little odd. I'm glad you're here, but it's just yeah. it's it's a little weird. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> weird. I'm glad we're getting back to normal. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Uh, Look, it's your dream job, and I know you love the day job that you've had for, what, 20-some years, probably? I've been there 25 years. 25 years. Summer, yeah. Is there a point, though, where you're like, damn, I am working all the time? Yeah, about six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to ask you to out yourself, to, you know, anything to your boss, but I mean, just, just that, does that routine get get harder and harder? I, it hasn't gotten harder. Um, 
it, it's a lot of the same. I'm getting older, so it gets harder. But I, I was brewing two or three nights a week in the garage anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. I'm like, I tell people all the time at the brewery, he basically just moved it from his garage to here. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. I, I got to ask this question. I feel like your brew room is probably smaller than your basement. Oh, that was that was forceful. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That was for damn. <laughs> just, <laughs> wow, divine. That was intervention. That, you know what? That was that was a nine point five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it, since you brought it up, <laughs> the Debbie home Downer. brewery was bigger. Than <laughs> the Are you surprised at, at at the success that 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 you've had? I mean, look. I mean, all around this metro area, and and I'm I'm pretty sure beyond people know. Who Tony is? They know when Chef Brewing. Are you surprised? Yeah, I mean, it, there were enough people showing up in the garage that I'm like, if these people continue to show up, <laughs> the same dumbass. If I can, if I can just get my loser friends to give me their money, this will be great. That was the thing. If if they will now pay for it because they were getting it free before, right. we could probably make this work. I mean, okay, now look. I, I am a business, small business owner as well, and, and my biggest weakness is I have trouble the, the closing, the asking for money. That's got to be weird, though, all of a sudden, like, hey, friends, I'm now going to ask you to pay for all this. It is a little weird. Yeah. It, it's kind of a, a transition, and we're still bad about it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, but I think on, – on, But in the on, beer world, I think people are happy but, to but pay I, you for your craft. But he's had – you've had – so many people contribute to you know whether it be demo yep you know there's 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 a whole core of people that you would think they work at wind shift you know because they're they're always doing something so i could see how it would be hard to be you know to be like okay nick i love you but you need to pay <laughs> yes. you know that's that's a hard, i get it that's it a, that's a hard one yeah and and we did that i mean we're and we still do it. I mean, we're kind of two years in now. And so it's like, help me out, you know, but you already helped me out. So, yeah. Uh, and there were, and when, we, and God bless everybody that showed up during the build out. Cause there were, there were moments where Lynn and I were like, I don't know that we can do this for another hour. Right. And then all of a sudden three or four people showed up yeah. and then, you know, is how do you ever pay that back? You know, there, it was amazing. Beer is a great thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Beers and hugs. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what you envisioned, like I said, you're two years in, when when you first opened and you looked at the tap room, was that what you envisioned? Was that exactly what you were looking for? Yes. Be- yeah. Because it, th- I tell people all the time, and people are blown away two years in when they come in and like, oh my god, look at this space! It's a unique, unique space. Let's talk about the space, and let's talk about the color scheme, and let's talk about the narwhals. <laughs> 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 the the narwhal in the room. <laughs> yeah. So, the forty foot, the color scheme, no. and and all the marketing, you know, that that's all in. Even even the name. Where'd the name come from? The the name was something that we came together but um the shift is me basically shift work um auto work 
And then the wind is for what brought us to Blue Springs to begin with, which was the National Weather Service. Lynn worked for them, and that we worked in, in Goodland, and they transferred her to Pleasant Hill. And we're huge weather nerds, so. Uh, but also marketing said, you know, you need to be with a name at the top of the list. And so when we're just throwing things out there and, and we hit that one, it was like, Oh, damn, that's pretty good, but it's at the bottom of the list. <laughs> We're always going to be the last one on the T-shirt. Right. You know? Um, but, yeah, we we love it. We knew the minute we said it out loud that that's what it was going to be. I feel like out, you know, being at the top of the list, the alphabetical name is not as important as it used to be. I mean, like, you know, there used to be everything was triple A, right, because you wanted the front of the phone book. Yep. What's that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, now it's now it's Google. You don't have to worry about that as much. Yeah, you just Google the thing you want, not necessarily the name. Right. You yeah. know, you put in beer. You know, you're gonna get beer. Yeah. And whatever, yeah. you know, whatever. I don't. Yeah, nobody thinks about that. Yeah. And for the narwhal, uh, when we found a local artist, Herb Shell, to come in and shout out to Herb. Yep. Our, do te- our, our teacher. Yep. Do our uh, mural. Uh, he brought us in some samples and I uh, liked what he was going with. And I told him to search Ninkasi and, and beer goddess and do something along those lines. And Lynn was like, and we need a narwhal. What's, what's their fascination with, with narwhals? Let's, Elf, let's... the Christmas movie. Ah, the narwhal. Gotcha. Says, Hope you find your family, buddy. Gotcha. <laughs> that's, Bye, that's, buddy. That's where, the, that's where the narwhal came in. <laughs> And, and, that, and now it's a, it's a it's a theme that even the kids that were there last weekend they wanted the narwhal tattoos and yeah, goddamn right I gave them to them. Yeah. Nice, yeah, not real tattoos. But. I'm, I'm I'm like picturing Nigel now with a needle <laughs> <laughs> in the in the corner well, of well, Windshift. Let's let's keep it real. We have just about every event at Windshift. Why not do some tattooing? Oh, there you go. <laughs> coming, narwhal coming tattoos. soon. Narwhal, narwhal tattoo. tattoo night at Windshift. I, I, I kid. I kid. Hey, Maybe. Somebody would come in and get one, would you bet? We do I'll have put, a narwhal discount code, so show up with your narwhal tattoo, you get free beer. There you go. I didn't know that, and I worked there. If I put a tattoo on somebody, they get a free beer? No, if they show up with a narwhal. A real one. A Let's, narwhal tattoo. We've given it away for narwhal socks. Wow. Um, nar, somebody brought their dog dressed, Brett Wooderson, Oh, brought yeah. their dog dressed as a narwhal. Woody. Yeah, good old Woody. <laughs> uh, and we've had some other I things. I feel so like yeah. dog costume might be two beers. There probably was. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a question because I don't know this. I don't remember the beers I drank at your house or the names. Which ones, obviously you, you said Dark Mild made it this far. Yep. Which other ones that were that you brewed back then that are now kind of maybe you've done at, at Windshift? Uh, straight line. Um, solar. We didn't, I never, I didn't name any of the beers. Okay. Home. They were just, that's a New England IPA. That's a, a American Pilsner. That's uh, a dark mild. Um, Chazon was uh, the French Chazon that I used to always keep on tap. And then my daughter, Shaylin, asked me to sour it. And that's how we ended up with Chazon. Nice. Yeah. I just had that. Yeah. Nobody could pronounce that shit either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's Chazon. Chason? No. Yeah. <laughs> Chazon. Well, it's not exactly the easiest looking word. 
Words are hard. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Words aren't always hard, but take a look at that one. Mm, yeah. What did you What do you think it was? I don't remember. <laughs> He's not going to say it. Actually, I, I, actually, I just I thought they misspelled Cezanne. <laughs> I mean, like the editor brain in me was like, oh, crap, nobody, nobody copy checked that. If we ever, if we ever mis- <laughs> and I didn't want to say anything. Have we ever misspelled a beer name up there on the board? I don't think so. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at a friend's brewery. I don't want to say anything. Yeah, <laughs> but I think, like, I think like, yeah. I, I think somebody misspelled Nick the spell checker. <laughs> uh, the English porter, the English brown porter. That was always on tap at home. I know oyster stout. Oyster stout. That was that yeah. was destiny. Okay, now I have heard about this, and I am so curious. It's it's uh, it's very popular. So, Oysters and beer. Yeah, that was I. That sounds so weird, but I'm so intrigued. Yeah, the first time we did that, I did that for a uh, historical competition, historical beer competition, and I happen to have a cousin who owns a seafood market in West Haven, Connecticut. So I reached out to her and asked her for some uh, oysters, and she sent me like 200 of them. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm only doing five gallons. And Nigel said, I'll eat 190. So <laughs> we invited people over to eat the oysters that were left over from the beer. And that was, well, that's eight years ago. So yeah. every year, it's just been, in, even now in the brewery, uh, free oysters. All you got to do is help shock, and they what we use in the the beer we use in the beer and everything else is to eat so uh, how okay how much of that those oysters are you using for the beer uh back then it was 12 for a five gallon batch so now two barrels we're using about 60 so explain that flavor goes a long way use your mic that flavor goes a long way (laughs) Uh, it's not it's not it's not oystery though yeah it's it's crazy because what we're doing is we're, we're putting the shells in in the beginning of the boil. And, and what we're doing is getting that calcium carbonate out of the shells. Adds a little mouthfeel. And then we're using the, the meat and the, the juices or the liquor out of the shells at about 10 minutes in the boil. And those go in. And oh, that's when, not long at all. No. When it, when it ferments, it smells like red lobster in there. <laughs> but but none of that flavor transfers over. So you you have this really thick mouthfeel from the calcium, and then you have the kind of uh, sweetness from the oyster meat. So it's not fishy at all. No, and it it's just the base is really chocolatey. So you got and, and you have the brininess. You do have the sea salt. So you have this chocolate salty. So that salt is probably just a great yeah, like, compliment it, to yeah, it. Yeah, it's. Yeah. So um, tell us the. You've told me this story before about the historic um, thing of doing beers with oysters. So oyster shells used to be, they would crush them and they would pour the beers over the oysters to clarify. We we know now that the shells actually weren't helping the clarifying. The calcium can help stuff drop out a little bit, but it was it was mostly the seaweed that's on the shells because we use seaweed and in, in tablets to help clear out beers now um so that that's kind of where it went and then i think it was the early 1900s and the australians were like well let's just throw this oyster meat in there too so (laughs) (laughs) all right so now this is just for my personal pleasure here when is Uh the next beer brewer of this we always do in the fall fall's coming brother marking my calendar we'll let you know (laughs) yeah He's got great stories about his the history. All that all that business about he went and read all these damn books. 
Yeah, he's. <laughs> yeah, you ask him anything about a certain style, and he's like, "Well, here we go." So, so we what we need to do is a special crossover episode. Okay, we get Tony and we get Seth from Lee Summit's Libations. Okay, and all of his historic cocktail yeah. knowledge. Yeah, yeah, because he on a on a other podcast that I do, and Nigel was here for that. We had the historic recipe for the Fish House Punch that George Washington drank. At his inauguration party, and that's now my traditional Fourth of July punch that I oh, make. Wow. And what do you call it? We call it freedom. <laughs> and here's my favorite thing to do around Nigel. I like to tell him my tagline: "Every shot you take, a red coat dies." <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Fun for all your British friends. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, th- hey, they they, England, fin- they finished second in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Another mystery beer. There you go. I'm excited about the beers I brought you. I can tell. You, you don't want anything to do with mine. No, that's fine. I, I, I didn't know you were going to do that to me. Well, it had to be a surprise. Yeah. What do we got here? Oh. <laughs> you should have had your shirt. I love you, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> Service Brewing. What do we got here? Read it. He's the only one with the glasses on. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, it's the <laughs> butterflies, cotton candy. Have we had that one? I, I haven't. Okay, well there you go. We're gonna have this. Tony saw my fridge, fridge today. I need to, I need to thin the herb. Yeah, I'm a little jealous, <laughs> and I have tons of beer. Look, his fridge is a place of glory. <laughs> <laughs> I could go so many ways. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> I said fridge. <laughs> so Tony, two years in. Last year was a trip. Yep. You know, you were almost a year in when the whole pandemic started. I know what I remember about. Um, I, I quit counting how many beers we canned. I, I, I quit doing that. Good Because that was. <laughs> what's your recollection of last year and how you had to kind of pivot as a business? What, what, what do you remember about last year? Or, or was it just a whirlwind to you? Yeah, not much. It's a big blur. Is it? Yeah, it's it's actually hard to comprehend that it's been a year. Yeah, it, it's kind of it's kind of like a lost year. Well, yeah. we always we yeah. always say the you know, the the thing COVID ruined the most was everything. perspective and time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, you never, COVID did you ruin never know what day it is anymore. And what you think was you know two months ago was yeah. eighteen months ago. Yeah. So not a whole lot changed. Other than we, in the beginning, we did a whole lot of cans. Uh, mechanics were essential, so I was still in the building every day. I was still able to brew every day. Um, how we sold beer, and uh, thank God for Diametric and their Together We Can yeah. idea. Um, that was brilliant. And Your beer didn't last long there at no, all. No. <laughs> yeah, that. How it, much did that type of event, though, mean for... For you guys, I mean, for for you and oh, breweries it, like it, you, it was huge. We sent, I think, the first one we sent six hundred cans over there, and they told us they were gone in fifteen minutes. <laughs> and it's like, okay. yeah, I was there for one of those days, yeah. and it was so a we, sight to behold. Yeah, so I'm like, we need to send all our cans next time. Yeah, you know, because we we were conservative. We didn't know what we were going to sell out of the brewery, what we would sell out of there, and they kind of got to the point where where Lynn was like, we're in the business to sell cans. So we can keep the doors open and we can pay employees. So whether we sell them here, or we sell them there. Right. We we need to sell them. You know, and and 
you know, that's kind of where she's she's got that business mind, the stuff that I don't think about. I, I'm thinking about the beer and how I want to make the beer and you know, making sure that everybody gets to try that beer. But, you know, that's probably not the best thing for business all the time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's, that's the creative side, man. That's, you, can't, you can't help that. So let's talk about Solar Tsunami. Yep. <laughs> Obviously, that's the flagship beer. It is. Were you surprised how crazy that's gone? I mean, it's it, right now. It's just I know you can't keep up with it. No, no, it's we we took it. I I I don't remember what year, twenty fifteen maybe. I posted something the first year we took it to to Nanofest. Um, and I wasn't thinking New England style. I was going with something that, that was, probably wasn't even a thing back then. No, no, right? no it was su- super hoppy wheat. I just I threw all the hops at it. You know, I and. It turned out really popular there, and then I did a version of it at Apex. And I knew that it was going to be something we opened with, because even when we were having the parties in the garage, if that was on, that was the first keg to die. Right. And that's still today. That's the first keg to die, even in the brewery. So, you know, we right away we were we were brewing a barrel of each batch we had a one barrel system we had eight one barrel fermenters and so it's like okay we got to fill two of these one barrels and then we got two barrel fermenters and we're like okay we got to fill two of these to keep up with solar and then we ended up we bought a six barrel fermenter just for solar yeah <laughs> and we we put it on last Thursday. And we Let's two, reiterate: two Tony cakes. likes to buy things. <laughs> I do like to buy things. Now, now say that again. You put it on what Thursday, and we have two kegs left. It's, it's, By the way, today is Wednesday. Yeah, I can't. Uh, last yeah, last Thursday. I can't make it fast enough. And keep in mind, they're not open Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. So we're talking what five days. Yeah. Ooh, that's how I'm, often are you? Because your system is not big. You just said. How often are you having to brew to keep up? We have a three and a half barrel system now, so I'm still brewing three, maybe four days a week. We did a lot of renovations this last week, and and because the shop is closed, I'm on vacation, so I am painting and sanding. We're all painting and sanding. Lynn has been huge help with that, and my daughter's here from Portland. She's digging in, so we're trying to get everything done that two years of wear so I haven't been able to brew this week, so I'm scared to death what next week's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel's going to be looking at me Friday. I was like, dude, do we have any beer to sell? Well, I mean, I mean, Saturday they did the, the big fireworks show because um, Tony does a fireworks show. Come to find out, he's been doing fireworks for God knows how long, right? This is about four. Yeah, <laughs> right when he had that, that Dan Foster's. <laughs> do you do this by the brewery? Yeah, in that, right, that right in the yard, right in the yeah. front yard. It was great. But literally, it was. I forget that compared to the community we live in, Lee Summit, Blue Springs is like wild, wild west. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. But literally, the, the the amount of beer we went through on Saturday with nobody in the tap room, just outside in the grass, coming and getting beers. I saw none of this show, and Tony's like, "Come out for the finale." Yeah, I closed it down for the finale. I was feeling bad for Nigel. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as the finale was over, like 30 seconds into it, there were people coming in for beer. It was out of control. And we we didn't didn't have that many. There were probably four open taps. Yeah, we killed a lot of stuff this weekend. Yeah, it was – it's – You had four open taps. How many taps do you have total? Fourteen. Four of (laughs) fourteen. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> they drank. They drank a lot of beer that night. Tony, you are having some success. I mean that that begs the question: how do how do you in the future how do you get bigger? How do you expand? What's do you have a plan? You, obviously, you're thinking about it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day, every morning, every hour, every minute. <laughs> I've thought about it five times since we've been here. <laughs> Can I move into bridge space? <laughs> Uh, the answer is yes. Yeah, no, it's 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 something that's on our radar. We know we have to do it. We just got to figure out. We want the right space. I mean, we have a chemistry that's hard to explain where we are. And my biggest fear is losing that. So it, we it, when we find a space, because we're going to have to find a space, there's, there's just no way to, around it. Um, it's creating what we have now in that new space. You know, yeah. so it's... It, it's got to be bigger for me to be able to do more production. It's got to be bigger tap room, but we can't lose the community aspect that we have. Right. And it's 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 fantastic for those that 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 are out of the area or haven't been into Blue Springs and been to where where you are. It's fantastic you've built that because you're not an easily accessible space, really. I well, mean, like, like my in-laws live seven minutes. From you and to describe to them, <laughs> well, you go on Woods Chapel and you turn down the other road. You want, yeah. you know. So I mean, it's 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 not like the ideal frontage space, but you've made you've you've built you've been able to build that great yep. kind of atmosphere anyway. Yeah, we're we're a little bit difficult to find in the beginning, but then once you find us, we're thirty seconds off the yeah. And really, it's, yeah. it's become a lot of people. A lot of people's it's their neighborhood brewery. Yeah, that I mean that's what it is. As as much, inevitably every weekend there's somebody who's never been there, always. Yep. But the regulars are there every night. I work there and they're strong. So it's really, you know, we we've talked about this on the show. You know, I think the brewery model these days is like, oh, that's my neighbor, that's my home brewery. Right. You know, there are certain people who who always are grains and taps. There are certain people who are always at, at diametric, you know. I mean, even Apex. That's in a weird location, too. When I go in there, I see some of the same people all the time because they live in the neighborhood across the street. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you're right trying to, you know, replicate that in a bigger space. Um, I think I think, I think think it's doable because even though grains didn't move that far, um, you know, they, they're still. You can move. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're yeah, still, yeah. They're, yeah. they still have that. You know that feel of you know that small brewery or whatever, because. But also, you know, when Friends opened, Friends capitalized on what Grains and Taps had in right. that space. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because people, a lot of people still thought it was the homebrew store and Grains and Taps. But I think you know they were, they benefited from coming in there and it being an, an already established location. Yep. That I think that has helped them as well. I think I think it did, and then they went and built their own. Right. Thing and they've got they've got people there that that's their home bar yeah, yeah. so so I think you know when you do it I think you've got enough following and really just let's keep it real um, Blue Springs is a brewery desert <laughs> yeah no yes it's, it's so, you so, and East two. Forty yeah. you have two yeah yeah you know and you know and if you want to go to Grain Valley I mean it's either Grain Valley and next the next closest one is Apex right yeah. so yeah, exactly. it's, it's not yeah. like there's a lot of places to go but um, what does what does the shirt say. If you, brew, if you it, brew it, they will come. And if you brew it well, they will come back. Yep. So that's part of your success is because, let's keep it real, you're brewing some good-ass beer. I mean, let's, 
Did you hear the story? Uh, we sent some beer to Warcloud. No. <laughs> this is a great I story. I knew you were going to. So I sent them, and I love Alma Mater. I, I, I love their Pilsner, but I sent them Alma Al- Al- Mater's Pilsner and Tony's Pilsner. You the, know, the smoked Pilsner. Yeah. Oh, was it the smoked one? Yeah. Well, whatever. They were like, wind shift plus one. <laughs> was it the last tweet or was the one before? That was the one before, yeah. Yeah. So they, they've shouted him out a couple of times. Yeah. Because it's, good beer is good beer. You know? And, you know, those guys were all about, they like the classic styles. They want Pilsners and, you know, yeah, lagers yeah. and things like that. So, yeah. you know, they could, they could appreciate it. So, you know, Tony's getting some love out there. I mean, what was that wall cloud? Didn't somebody sell it for like how much on uh, the? Yeah, secondary market. It was running for $22. So I'm like. The $5 can. Nice. The Imperial Stout. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, wall cloud, how did the the small batch Sunday turn out? Oh, I when I when I first originally pulled it out of the fermenter, I was a little worried about. It. It was, for me, it was too raspberry forward. So wall cloud is his imperial stout. Yeah, right. And so every every Sunday he does takes one of his beers, does a small batch Sunday, does something funky to it. Yeah, maybe add some fruit or or something. What did you do to this so wall cloud? We, we did a red, white, and blue. So we did raspberry, blueberry, and coconut. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so the raspberry dominated in the beginning, and I put it back, and I'm like, I'm going to probably have to come up with something else for 4th of July. But then we pull it out that Sunday, and it's like everything just kind of the 4th of July gods. just. <laughs> so the raspberry, the blueberry, the coconut were all there. The ghost of George Washington. I know what yeah. you want to ask. Is there any left? Wait, <laughs> yeah, the, there was some left. Okay, when good. I left today, he just said there was. So <laughs> yeah. we, did, we did a rush over there after this pocket. What time did it close? Yeah, it was. It was it's full. only it's only eight o'clock. It was full when I left. So yeah, because I, I wanted to get over there on Sunday, but I had, I was double, double booked. So you know, you know how that goes on Sunday with your day off. Nigel's had some long evenings this week. Uh, better long evenings he works than like lost thirty evenings. jobs. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> It's that day job that's fucking me up. <laughs> it's the, there's, there's it's no, the one that pays the bills. That no, sucks. no, that's the one that has no beer. <laughs> if they started serving beer at City Hall, at City Council meeting, come on, man, wouldn't that be great? Look, I have I have often asked them to, to happy, happy to have hour. Them just pull a vendor from the coffin and and have him walk through the chambers for me. <laughs> you, you, Bear you, man, you, yeah, you can get one of those things like you're at the at the, at the K, one of those things. Beer, cold beer, cold beer, cold beer. <laughs> really, what I want is more people do you remember would attend. When, do you remember I think when? So. Uh, well, and that's what we want, right? We want more people involved. Yeah. But do you remember when Boulevard first started serving the K? They had the backpacks. Oh yeah, yeah. When they first came out, yeah. they had the backpack yeah. kegs. That's what we need. Yeah, we need. Look, that. I'm telling you, more people will participate in local government if we get we beer. add beer vendors to the city hall council chambers. Shit, shit, yeah. I think I look think, big ideas from the beers with Nigel. Can we have, show. Can we have John Bedoy write an op-ed about that? <laughs> so how's how's Lynn taking all this? She's she's obviously gone through the journey with you, and obviously she's the one that started this. She didn't want to come see us with you though tonight. Well, she's probably she's, tired from painting. Well, yeah, she's holding down the fort, and oh, I guess the brewery is open. Yeah, <laughs> there's that. There's a business to run. There's a business to run. Taco truck was gone tonight, so we did pulled pork nachos to make everybody happy mm. i feel like we need to take the uh the pop-up charity cook crew out to Windshift. shift that, that, that'd be good he and his buddy they do a little pop-up fundraiser for burgers and wings and tacos, not wings, tacos. they're actually they're pretty good well there's a running thing 
tacos are greater than burgers. <laughs> Lynn would agree with you 100%. Look, it's like this. It's not that burgers are bad. But the ceiling on a taco is higher than the ceiling on a burger. Oh. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think he agreed with you. Well, look, no. this is America. He has the right to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm always looking for that perfect So on, on our other, uh, other podcast, we, when we interview like candidates and stuff for local office, we always finish with the, if I put a plate of tacos and a plate of burgers in front of you, what are you choosing? We let him know there's a right answer, too. <laughs> because I feel like the voters need to know their stance on important issues. Yes, that, that's an important issue. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, Lynn could never have enough tacos. Well, there's no such thing. But we were just at some burger place in Springfield that she might choose that over a taco. Oh, the sunshine in the ranks. Yeah, I look. Look, I'm not sure if you'd pay me enough to go to Springfield right now. Oh, it's a hot spot. It is. <laughs> it is a hot spot. I'm, I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> so anyway, back to Lynn. What's what's? She's obviously been through this process with you. Process like there's like there's a procedure or something. <laughs> <laughs> but how's she taking it? Obviously, and again, we blame her because she started this. Right. Got to blame somebody. It's all Lynn's fault. <laughs> we love you, Lynn. She does all the. All, honestly, she does all the heavy lifting. She's got to deal with the taxes and. The paperwork, and I like to think she likes to do that. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to keep pretending anyway. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's you know the the last year was stressful, and we made it through it, and we're like, you know what, we can probably survive anything at this point. That's got to give you a little bit of confidence. It does. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, so what? She's followed me on this crazy journey, and. We need to go to the next level. So it's like, buckle up. Let's buckle up for that next mystery beer. What do we got? Nick's mystery beer is Never Rust. It's a Belgian. Hold on. See if I can read it. Thank you. You know, we're going we're to get some beers with Nigel. Just um, Readers. Readers, just for the yeah, his studio. His readers are at the brewery. So. Oh, but, so you'll wear them there. <laughs> Technically, they're not mine, but they're the perfect strengths. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Broken Hatchet's Brad Steele, because I think he brought those in there, and everybody uses them. They're the right strength. The ones I have at work, at home, are wrong strength. And I'm just too stupid to get some new ones. <laughs> so it's always good to have people with varying you know, you, eyesight. At some point, you just need to give in and be like, you know what, I need glasses. I'm not walking around like Chris Storms. He wears sunglasses, and the readers are on top of his head. I'm not doing that. It looks you know, ridiculous. They make these things that they, you can't even tell the transition. I'm not transitioning anything. Where it's like, you know, readers on the bottom. And I'm, not doing, I'm not doing that, bro. Because I, I wear contacts. I just can't see close up. Anyway, <laughs> Junior, never rust. What's, what's the brewery? Is this Weldworks? What is that? Yep, Weldworks. Yeah, Weldworks. yeah I know that logo. See, I'm not that blind. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try this one. So mic- sh- microphone so, open. So shout out to Lynn. Oh, my bad. Shout out to Lynn for being uh, awesome. Awesome. Because really, Tony is just, he's just a, the, the talented help. <laughs> there would be no brewery without Lynn. There would be, there would be no labels. Now, shout out to Lynn, though, because she does, I don't know if you know this, all the Windshift labels, those are her designs. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah, she's, she's quite... Uh, She's got a style that's very consistent. Yeah, I love to and, see what she comes and, up with. And very, and, and very uh, people know it's windshift. 
That's the cool thing about it. Yeah. It's, you know. I always feel like there, there's a lot of pressure. There's got to be a lot of pressure on breweries when it comes to your labels and your beer names. There's no because, pressure on beer because, names of them. Their beer names are either going to – it's all weather shit. Well, gotta, yeah, but I mean, you know, like everybody is so creative and so spot on that I just feel like there's probably – look, that's where the – that's where the competition comes again, right? Like, I want to be... Yeah, I remember uh, Stone a few years ago posted a picture of a dictionary on Twitter, and it said, sending the intern to find a beer name that hasn't been used. <laughs> <laughs> What's the ABV on that thing, man? That thing's got, I think that thing's got some... That's robust. It feels like it's high octane. Yeah, it, it's kind of robust. All right. Can you read it? I'm going to set the over-under. Your glass is fogged up. It's hot in here. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> I'm going to take off all my glasses. You should, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to set the over under. Because it's Kent? At nine. You think it's nine? I'm, I'm set it for you. The, I'm going to say I'm gonna say it's nine. Tony? Is it over or under 9%? So I found a new game. I feel like I need music for this. It's under. Okay. The actual retail, retail ABV, eleven point seven. Oh, oh wow. shit! <laughs> we were both wrong. Yeah. You went under. I went under. I know. I, when I tasted it, I was like, "Oh, that's." By the way, that was that was a game show moment for me. It was. <laughs> Bucket list. Checked. I think we've. I, I, I think we've just cre- created a new uh, a new game. A, yeah. a new game. Uh, guess the ABV. I mean, you. By the way, it's got uh, the body of alcohol, but it doesn't have the burn of eleven percent. No. No. A little little teaser. <laughs> there may be a live Beers with Nigel event in the works. Do you want to put that out there? It, maybe. Maybe. Just a maybe. And if there is, we will play this game. Okay. Yeah, there we go. With prizes. Maybe, maybe you should use the, the phrase, I don't know if you guys use this with your kids. We'll see. <laughs> you may or may not have a sibling in the oh, next oh, nine shit. months. <laughs> we'll see. So what's your vision for, let's say, five years down the road for Windshift? Uh, I mean, obviously, you've had the first two years have obviously been gangbuster as far as popularity. And, and, I'm, and, and I don't think you've even cr- scratched the surface of people who, because I meet a lot of people who have never been to Eastern Jackson County that live in Kansas City. Yeah. So, you, but you have, you have the reputation, you know, and you've branched out by doing some, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of distribution. I mean, you know, yeah, being yeah. at Oak and Steel and where else? Are you, where else are you at? Uh, Long Bell. That, Long Bell. For the most part, uh, you know that helped. I mean, it helps. That's yeah. some reach right there. Yeah, we we've definitely gotten some people that have found us there and they've came in and let us know. So, well, that's um, good. Yeah. So you you guys have a master plan for maybe let's let's say from what's what what is this year twenty one? Still twenty twenty again. COVID ruins everything. Twenty twenty six. What, do you, what what are we thinking? You don't have to be very specific, but obviously you want to. You obviously want a bigger space to brew. Yeah, yeah outside yeah. out of outside of space. What are some big goals? Big dreams for Windshift Brewing. Yeah, we 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 at, we're at the point where we have to do something to grow. Um, uh, nice boy. You're two for two He's tonight, bro. Tonight, man. Uh, you've been practicing. <laughs> I'm like Kirby Puckett. Yeah. You, you climb, said Kirby Puckett. Climb, climb on my back, boys. We're winning this. <laughs> he went with Kirby Puckett of all the best baseball players. Love Kirby Puckett. Rest but that's, in peace. A, that's, that's the best story of his, though, is, is, is in the World Series. 
And he, he, in the clubhouse before the game, he just he's like, climb on my back, boys. We're winning this. You a, and you know what he did? Are you a Twins fan? I'm a baseball fan. Yeah, I've never heard that story. <laughs> you know what he did? Anyway. He won the game. Uh, I got you. There you go. Anyway, Tony, before he burped, burped on your story. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, a finding a point of sustainability, you know, um, to where all I have to focus on is brewing operations. Um, yeah, I'm ready to not turn wrenches anymore. Lugging a 55-pound bag of grain is a lot easier than a 300-pound transmission. I would guess. That, yeah. that makes sense. I mean, so, math. Yeah. <laughs> math. Um, I, even I can yeah. do that math. <laughs> and then um, keeping up, being able to keep the to the beer on the board. And, um, you know, I think we're, Lynn and I are both proud that, you know, we have wonderful employees and we just want to keep building on that and, you know, be part of the community and give back to the community. Um, you know, it's 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 kind of a a weird thing when you think about it. What this has allowed us to do, so giving us a little bit of independence. You know, um, the charities that we're able to do and 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 put money back into the community and. Um, you know, having worked for other employers, um, I don't, and I'm sure they do the same thing, but there's a level of pride for when you can actually hire people and pay them a decent wage. And, and, you know, it's like, wow, I don't know how to explain it, but you know, it's, I would like to see us grow and be able to hire more employees and give more to the community and, uh, just be sustainable all around. Uh, I hear breweries talk about what level that is, and maybe we'll never find it. Um, I don't want to be regional. Um, I like local, but I want to be able to stay on top of stuff. It's a great goal. I mean, look, the part of I'd like to be able to keep hiring people and pay good wages. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, that's yeah, look. That's that's. By the way, <laughs> that right there will make you boss of the year. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just to have that very nice goal of I'm going to hire more people and I'm going to pay them well, what and, they deserve. And especially in the brewery world, because I think we talked about this a couple of episodes ago, that, or maybe I read it somewhere, that a lot of people in beer would, would, would work for free just to yeah. be in the business. You know what I'm saying? And as a brewer, being like, no, you, you're going to get paid a decent wage. This is just... <laughs> I know you would do it for free, but that that's that's not fair. Yeah. So you know, commend you guys because you guys are good employers. Um, yeah. I, I you know again, I'm, I'm not gonna all the brewers I work at they're all they're all good people, but obviously we know you know this year there's some employer employers out there that are that are, are violating rule number two. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So you know you know we kudos don't have a shirt for rule number two. Is there a shirt for it? We don't. I thought we did. We have a rule number one shirt. Yeah, we need a rule number two shirt for sure. <laughs> but, you know, and, and kudos to the Kansas City beer community because uh, of all the brewers that I know, you know, and the people who work at these breweries uh, have, good, have have nothing bad to say about them. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know. Look, there's always somebody that's going to screw it up. But I think for the most part, as now, what are we, a little over a year into this? You know, I was not big in the beer world, big beer community. Now he's a sour fan. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Courtney. <laughs> um, 
you know, but the cool thing is, I think most people do try to be good, conscientious members of that community. There's always there's always gonna be somebody. There's always a dick (laughs) that's gonna screw it up for everybody. Right. But I think for the most part, I mean, the great we've talked about this from the very beginning. The great part is that just that the beer community is awesome. And I mean, look at and and look at look at what happened during the pandemic. Somebody ran out of cans. What did, what, did, what did another brewery do? Here's some cans. Right. Lids. Ran, you know, ran out of some grain. And that might be why I love this whole brewing industry so much. Because in the automotive industry, you're all trying to screw each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, st- the stuff I see with people come in and like, I was just over there. They told me you need a $1,000 break job. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. dude, you just need new pair of pads, $69. You can go on your way. Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah, I gotta take I gotta take Tony in my car soon. You remember which which one? The big school bus, the <laughs> no, Flex. We no. got a Ford Flex. No, you, 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 what about that Ultima? It's fine. <laughs> Look, I live two blocks from where I work. I rarely need a car. How'd you, how'd you get How'd you get over here today? I was afraid of my rain, so I did drive. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. We we were walking in. He's like. Honestly, that motherfucker drove. He's like, he probably thought it was going to rain. Well, because <laughs> earlier today I walked home and it was, it looked like it was going to rain. Uh, uh, are you made out of sugar? What? You going to melt? Well, you know. <laughs> I'm pretty. <laughs> That's not true. That's a lie. <laughs> they can see you. It's fine. This, this video, video this week. Video, video tells me that was a lie. So, what are, what are your beers? Uh, are, do you have a fave that you like to brew or you like to drink that's one of yours? Uh, I find that I'm kind of. Seasonal. Right now, I'm drinking Straight Line. That's it. Uh, I had a Solar the other night. It's it's good, but it's Straight Line's where I'm at. And the dark, right. But before I was drinking the dark, the Straight Line, the Dark Mild was where I was at. So I um, didn't know you were a seasonal guy. And here I am bringing in beers to the brewery. Here, Tony, I got a stout. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's always stout season. Hello. It is. Yeah, but when it's you know when I come from the shop where. It's 260 degrees. Touche. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, the Touché. Pilsner's what I'm going for. <laughs> Touche. Are, are you, it sounds like you're a little hard on yourself, though, too, that, like, you judge your own beers. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do? What do we got? Well, let's judge this one. Let's judge. This is a new brown, brown paper bag. It's a new one. Uh, I felt like you were trying to hard. I'm not, dude. Those, those are those are actual natural burps. You never, Ooh. you should never try to burp. That's a new bag. I That's told a you, fancy new bag. Nice <laughs> and crisp. What do we got here? Ooh, cool can design. Yeah. What what is that? I thought of you when I got that. By the way, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> no, I'm I'm laughing at this. He doesn't so. know what it is, but facial, he thought about right. you. Facial you recognition <laughs> blindness. There you go. It's a tribute to Rizzolo and Isles. So a bad TV show. <laughs> It's a triple IPA. Hold on, don't don't say that. Should ABV. we play the game again? Yeah, we're gonna play. We're gonna game. play the ABV game. Yeah, the ABV is right. That's what it is. That's our new game. The ABV is right. Who is this? Is that uh... Cosmic Eye? Yeah, that's an awesome label. Where are they out of? Not even sure I got that. Just show it up in my house. I don't know. I can't see it. Bad okay. bad lighting in the studio. You mean bad readers? Has 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 nothing no. to do with 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 three sets of old eyes. Fogged readers. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Problem is, these aren't even no, readers. Only one, only only one is fogged though. 
These are these are the if real you things. Push them off your face a little bit. They might they might. Yeah, the headset kind of hold them a little close. Yeah, there you go. Pour me up, son. Tony, you ready? Yep, yep. So, do you have a favorite style that you like to drink? No. Nope. Really? You're just all you're, you're all comers. I yeah, I'm I'm like half the people that come into the brewery and try the new beer and then bounce. So I'm looking for whatever's new. Thank you. I have kind of shifted to where, like, if I go to a new place, I want whatever the I look for kind of whatever the weirdest thing is on yeah. there. I I would say that I'm probably hop forward. So if you have a hoppy logger on, that's where I'm going to go first. That's good. That's really good. All right, gentlemen, prepare your answers. I might have seen it before, so maybe that's why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposedly a triple IPA, right? It is a yeah. triple IPA. It's good. Yeah. I'm going to set, once again, I will set the ABV over under at 9%. I think it's 9%. No, By the way, both you know times what? he has refused to go over or under. I'm going to go he under. He goes right at the line. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go eight. Okay. I'm thinking 8.5 under here also. The actual retail ABV is. It's over. It's 10.6. Wow, that's smooth. We suck at this. (laughs) (laughs) I think it just means we need more beer. That's really smooth, though. It's really good. Mm. I like that a lot. Killer can. Oh, the can art is fantastic. Yep. 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 Camera's Um, too far away or I'd walk it up there. (laughs) <laughs> really you could still walk it up there that's nice yeah. that's a seven-ish no no, no. 4.5 i yeah. like the i'm a 5.2 it had multi- 5.2. multi-tone though the old multi-tone burp that's a beer name right there <laughs> the multi-tone burp the mighty mighty burp tones now playing outside wind shift so um before we wrap this up you know, one of the things I know you'd like to do is collabs. You do a lot of collabs. Yeah. What is what is it about collabs and and you know and, and, <coughs> and, and oh my god, this motherfucker is three for three. What is yeah. what is wrong with you? Climb on the back, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Where we wins. drove, we walked. <laughs> you, that, that, touche. <laughs> you you like to do collabs, but you 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 will take somebody's wild idea and be like, okay, let's brew it. What yeah. what is it about working with other people and working with other people's ideas that, that you like? It's like being in the garage. How, how's that? Oh, oh, gar- not not the not the automatic yeah, yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, you know, we were whenever when we were all getting together in the garage and brewing a beer. Um, Taylor Jones is a great example. I'd call him up and say, "Hey, dude, I got a refrigerator full of hops. Come over and pick some shit out, and we'll throw it in there." <laughs> We never knew we were going to. Which is probably, I mean, for Taylor, that's like his favorite phone call. Oh, oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Um, So it's just being back with homebrewers and in that garage and just, you know, sharing ideas and and trying to come up with something new and and it just kind of hanging out, you know. And I I think the people who who come and brew with you get as much out of it as as probably you do because the times i've oh, done it so. it's been great um you just had uh you had curtis over there um you had brian busby a couple of times he fucking loved it yeah um those beers are fantastic yeah I, you know i think i guess it goes back to that whole community thing it's like i mean i don't think you and i would cook together but 
that would be weird, but we could probably brew together. I, I, I don't share well in the kitchen. So you, you couldn't brew with somebody? I don't know. I've never brewed. But look, well, that's, brewing, that's, brewing look, and you know this, brewing, it scares me a little because that's math and it's, rules. It's like cooking, isn't it? No, it, it, no. It's a lot like cooking. Cooking, yeah. there aren't rules, really. Uh, yeah. You put too much baking, salt, baking, you put too much salt well, in, in a dish, you're fucked. That's true. You but, know, we're, we're sitting in a cafe in Portland, and we're we're having a, a salad that's got raspberries and cucumbers and blackberries on it. And the first thing I do when I get off the plane is write a recipe for that beer. Okay. Yeah. Food to Food. beer. Yep. So like, I look at it like this. The difference between cooking and baking or what I think brewing would be. I've never brewed. It's coming. <laughs> As you guys have talked no, about. It's like, okay, like geometry made perfect sense to me. Algebra was a whole other foreign language that I could never learn. And so that's what I think of like the so difference I, between the I two have a good feels story to me. around this to tell you. So as I dig into everything like I do, I am actually writing out the algebraic formulas for <laughs> calculating hop IBUs. I take a picture of it. This is not giving me confidence. No, I, t- I take a picture of it. I tag my high school algebra teacher. No shit. And I said, if you would have told me that algebra would have helped me brew beer 30 years ago, I'd have been a much better student. <laughs> I feel like we need to, you, you and Tanner Vaughn need to do a beer together. Because that last episode, talking to him, we got dumber. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, he was he was. We were like, oh, I yeah. listened to the episode. I was like, yeah, we're we're dumb. Yeah, when Tanner sends me a message, it's about cars. He's a he's a car guy too. Well, yeah, look, he look, he's like cars. weird, crazy, engineered. That, that's my sciencey genius. These guy. two together, they might blow some shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like that's the Doc Brown going to come up with the flux capacitor kind of thing. Yes, yeah, the beer capacitor, <laughs> the beer <Yeah>. capacitor. <laughs> Beer name. Ooh, file that. Right, put that on my <laughs> list of. You know, you know the interesting thing about my. You know, I've got a whole thing of notes with beer names, and they're great beer names, and they're very brewery specific. But nobody wants to use them. So you know what I'm going to do? I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to. I don't know. You don't really know what you're going to do, do you? I'm going to have a clearinghouse. You can, you know, it's like it's like when you go like the the, the free music on online, but you got to pay a dollar. You're going to have it. you're going to have stock beer names. Yes. <laughs> Love it. New business idea. I tell me tell me about it, bro. I make millions. We're gonna one dollar at a time. By the way, this website will be launched next week. <laughs> nope. Will it? Somebody watching us is already Look, I can I control when this thing is launched. <laughs> exactly. I control when the episode drops. We should just do a, a t shirt with just my beer names. Isn't that epic? Actually, no no no. It just needs to be actually my beer names. <laughs> That's gonna be the shirt. <laughs> That's the shirt. My beer names. Okay. Dot com. Dot com. So is this live? No, we are not streaming live. No. So. No. I, oh, wait a minute. I, 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 we don't. I, I, Nigel and I are lazy. We don't like to edit. So uh, if you're going to put something no, out no, there. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we were doing a live podcast. Um, Alex and Taylor. And uh, the Juice Box Boys. E- yeah, Juice Box Boys. Defunct podcast. And so we had to- we told them. I, it might have been Windship Brewing. I don't remember. Before we opened, we told them about it. Before that episode was over, somebody had registered windshiftbrewing.com. No shit. Jerks. So we had to, we had to take windshiftbrew.com. By the way, by the way, cyber squatters all need to die horrible deaths. 
Ooh, Cyber Squatters Need to Die is a good beer name. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, five years ago now, it's 2021, by the way. Right. Get your year right. We've, we've established this. This episode, we've established it is 2021. This episode is brought to you by 2021. <laughs> About 2016-ish, Alex uh, took me for beers at the then Grains and Taps location. Because he wanted to, he wanted to know about launching podcasts. Alex Workman, I I had just launched my first show about six months prior to that. Good for you. There we go. It didn't help him. There you go. He didn't listen to my advice. <laughs> no, my advice was he should have paid me. He doesn't listen yeah. to anybody. My advice. my my advice was he should hire me <laughs> right. to make sure it happened. Exactly. <laughs> Alex, listen more. Yeah. So Tony, where can people find you on social media? Because I know you guys kill it. On social media. I'm guessing that's Lynn, or is that you? Or is that both? It's both, yeah. Because um, have you seen her social media? It's great. Well, I just assumed it was Lynn. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, Tommy. <laughs> if if something gets posted and two minutes later something overposts, that's me. <laughs> we need to coordinate better. But, yeah, no, Windshift Brew, uh, Instagram, Twitter, um, Windshift Brewing, Facebook, Um you can find us in all those places. Cool. Where can they find us, Nick? You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast apps. We even have the videos on Vimeo. And Facebook. And YouTube. And, and, uh, Facebook. and Facebook. I forgot. And you know the coolest part, guys. If you've got one of them thar Alexa devices, just say Alexa. Play the Beers with Nigel podcast. Will it do it? It'll do it. All right. I'm Tony DiPlacido from Windshift Brewing. And Beers with Nigel podcast is my favorite podcast. Oh, shit. Testimonial. We just got a promo. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I'd hit the button. That, that's when you, well, you can't hit the button right now. So everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been Beers with Nigel with Nick. And I'm that other guy. And Nigel. And it's a beer about what? It's a, it's a, it's a podcast about what? A show about beer. And, and, uh, and other things. And, and other stuff. So uh, we'll see you on the next go around. Uh, uh, drive safely, I guess. <laughs> we, you know what? We might have our shit together next episode. See ya! You've been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff, hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper-to-bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.